You are amazing. You totally I'm rocked cool. that. I am so sorry about the doorbell. <laughs> Did you hear the doorbell? Yes, I don't. Well, it's okay. My um, laundry uh, little sing song that goes off at the end of my dryer <laughs> went off too. So we're just full of sound. This literally is Elaine's kitchen table. So like. <laughs> right. This is where we're sitting. This is what goes on around us. Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. I'm Elaine and I'm so honored to have you here with me today. Elaine's Kitchen Table is a podcast show to inspire and empower working women, moms, and dads through lessons learned right here off our kitchen table about parenting and life and business so that we can be that person we want our children to grow up to be. And these lessons, they they come from our own experiences that are personal or those that are passed on to us from those that we admire. So this is Real Talk. And speaking of people we admire, I am so very honored to introduce my guest today. She is a Canadian sports anchor, a co-host of Breakfast Television on City TV here in Vancouver. Jody Vance not only launched the sports department in Vancouver Television, where she literally was the entire sports department, and from there, the head of Sportsnet recruited her, and Jody went off to Toronto to become the first woman to host the desk for the Canadian Sports Network. Soon after that, Jody became the host of Sports Central AM. And after the ratings skyrocketed, she moved to that coveted evening time slot where Jody Vance became the first woman in the history of Canadian television to host her own sports show in prime time. This amazing, lovely, talented woman is also a wonderful mom to her son, Brady. Jody, welcome to Lane's Kitchen Table. I'm so happy to have you. As soon as I finish blushing for that intro, I will be fine. I'm a little bit pink. Thank you for that. <laughs> well, you look great in pink. <laughs> I, I know that you're extremely busy, but I just wanted to say, how are you today? You know, it's a great day. It is an excellent day. Midway point of vacation time is an exceptionally good time to have a, a sit down and a chat with a good friend. So I'm glad to be here. Well, thank you. Thank you. Can I ask, how old is your son now? seven he'll be eight in november oh my goodness almost old enough to drive as i would tell him oh my gosh yeah, it just <laughs> freaked me out it was like two seconds ago he was this little preemie baby you know it's uh oh my goodness heartful. and yesterday oddly enough we walk walking home from the park and he just randomly brought up politics what yeah telling me elizabeth may justin trudeau thomas mulcair and that prime minister that's not doing very well <laughs> i i don't tell him what to say he just Toby is like, I saw it all on the McLean's debate, Mom. He is your son. <laughs> it's unbelievable. He knows more about politics than I do, clearly. Does he know as much about sports as Mom does? Well, he's got a little bit of a photographic memory. So now that he is right into hockey and baseball and soccer, he's getting there. I don't know if he knows quite as much as Mom, but I'm the one that can, can correct him when he reads the Russian name off the hockey card. Wow. The proper pronunciation. Well done. Not many have that talent. <laughs> I am going to jump into our questions, Jody. You are a successful broadcaster, a very adored television show host on Breakfast Television, and the first woman in Canadian television to host her own sports show. And you are a mom to this handsome little boy. I have to ask, what is your most rewarding part of your broadcasting career? Why do you do it? My most, the most rewarding part, I think, is that being. Being back in Vancouver, 
Toronto was amazing and I was there for nine years doing Sportsnet and I, I felt fantastic about doing the shows that aired in the East, Ontario, the West, but I always looked forward to that last show at the end of my day that was the Pacific Region show. I always feel like I'm updating my family and friends on whatever's happening in the world of sports and I just got this great feeling of gratitude for being able to be the one to share the good news or the interesting news or the fascinating stories in the world of sports. Now that I'm doing breakfast television, I find that it's uh, it's incredibly rewarding after we all get up very early in the morning to wake up my city, to wake up the the, the people of this community with the news of the day that that's going to affect how they prepare for their day, how they dress their kids for school. You know, what's the plan today from, from weather, traffic, or news perspective, or even to have someone like you come on and talk about some great tips for, for being an, you know, an organized parent. Like, it's a very diverse job that I have, so I find it very gratifying to be able to go from one extreme of silliness and fun to the other extreme that might be tackling a topic that, that deserves a, a spotlight being shone on it. Thank you. It's... Uh... You have no idea the impact, Jody, that you make on people's lives because they they tune. You are part of their day, and I I feel blessed that I get to tune in too. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Well, I remember meeting you, and you were just so sweet. We're in the stands at the Canucks game. You're like, hey, I watch you every morning. <laughs> yes, indeed, your fans are always around you. Love it, and everybody's so kind. I've got to say, I'm very lucky. Jody, I have to say that you are a tri- uh, a trailblazer. You've set a path for other women to enter fields that I think might be more predominantly male. So what advice would you offer to the working woman out there who is listening and is, they're wondering, can they take that job that's, that's being offered or, or they, they want a certain job, but they think they just can't do it because it's predominantly male. What would you offer to them? I would offer to them that uh, the way I found any market, a mark of success was by not even really recognizing that I was the only woman in the room. I grew up with uh, an older brother and uh, eventually an older stepbrother who lived in our home and uh, our house was full of teenage boys because Greg's sister liked to cook and I always loved watching sports when we were growing up. We had working parents and so I just kind of grew up around boys and then you know, got into radio, which was predominantly male at the time. I was working in restaurants and um, and culinary school, predominantly male at the time, and I never noticed. I just never noticed because I was always around boys all the time. And they treat you with respect if you don't walk in saying, I'm a girl and I deserve this because I'm a girl. Mm-hmm. Walk in and say, I'm here and my goal is to do this job and I'm going to do everything I can to make myself the best candidate for this job. And if you say that to the right people, you're going to get an opportunity and then it's up to you to have preparation meet opportunity. Uh, and truly that's the key is make sure you're ready for that opportunity when it does come de- to, to you because that is, I would say 50% of the success I've had is that I cross paths with great people, men and women, who looked at me and said, what do you want to do? And I'd say, I want to be the first woman in the history of Canadian television to host her own sports show. And they went, okay. Wow. And then they decided that that would happen, and then they made it happen. Because they thought, well, if she's going to say that out loud. 
that. I, I love that. Walk into the room not saying, hey, look at me, I'm a woman, but yeah. look at me, I can do this job and I have lots to offer. Yeah, and give me a shot. Give me a shot. I'm not going to talk about how much you're paying me. I'm not going to talk about how much time I'm going to get on maternity leave. I'm not going to talk about any of that. Give me a shot and let me do this as best as I can and maybe I'll be the best candidate. And it really does work. There's a lot of working for nothing for a long time and earning your stripes. And But I think that's true for any gender, any walk of life, any minority of any kind, because I was certainly a minority uh, in the sports world at the time. I'm happy to say I'm no longer that. Hmm. Thank you. I, I love that. To walk in and say, just give me a shot and let me show that I am ready for this. But you're right. You have to be ready. You can't just say, oh, can I do this? I can learn. I mean, you have to learn as you go as well, but to be ready, to be absolutely ready. Thank you. I'm going to go into your eureka moment, Jody. Okay. What is that best or that most difficult lesson that you learned in your career or in parenting in either, or maybe it's tied together, that you learned, whether from your own journey or from a mentor that makes you who you are today? There's so much. Oh, my goodness. Um, from a professional perspective, I think my greatest lesson has been to not internalize negativity. I was very sensitive, even if not outwardly, I was very sensitive to criticism. Uh, I would not take the compliment. I would get a thousand compliments, and then I'd get one uh, critical comment, and I would hold on to the criticism. And, and I really let that go. It's difficult. It doesn't mean that it's easy for me and I skip around when it comes to work because it's a very polarizing job that we have and you're always going to have people who disagree with you. But parenting for me, I struggled to have Brady. I went through two and a half years of fertility treatment and he was an IVF baby. And I learned a lot from suffering losses, uh, going through miscarriages and, and finding this community of people who you don't realize how many people are going through that until you're actually going through it and you start talking to the people around you. And I think my biggest lesson that has changed who I am today, because I'm so lucky and, and grateful that I have Brady, um, is to not be cliche with my reaction to those who might be going through something similar. Mm -hmm. I, I've never been so hurt in my life as when a very good friend of mine who was newly pregnant, I found out that she was pregnant. We were very, very close. I found out she was pregnant from a mutual friend and I went, I can't believe you haven't told me you're pregnant. And she went, I just knew you've been going through so much and you know, you've had the miscarriages and I just didn't want to upset you. Mm -hmm. My loss is not anybody else's loss. And so when I meet people, and I do openly talk about going through uh, fertility treatments for a long time and what that's like and IVF. So when I meet somebody who goes, I had a miscarriage, I don't go, oh, I'm so sorry for you. Mm -hmm. I say, how you doing? How is it? You know, if people stopped apologizing and telling you that it's going to be fine, you'll have a baby, it'll be no problem. Like having an honest conversation in those uncomfortable moments. I think that's, hopefully that answers your question, but that's been my toughest lesson. No, I, I think that's very beautiful. I, I think a, a lesson from that f in parenting is, is having that open communication with your children and to not, as you said, to be cliche. And, and when your child is going through something and every stage is different, 
Totally. And every child is different. Exactly. And to, to, to be accepting and to be open and and not be embarrassed and cover it up or, or right. say you're sorry for what they're going through, but to say, hey, how are you feeling about that? Right. I love that. Thank you, Jody. I know that even our listeners have just grabbed nuggets from what you're saying, so thank you. I know I tend to ramble. You don't. I think everything you're saying is just so right on. Thank you. So I have to ask about your habits, your habits of success, because people look at you and think, wow, what is she doing? She must be doing something right. I don't know. I I think you are. You're awesome. What I I love about you, Jody, is how sincere you are. You're the same person on screen, off screen, and I appreciate that. And uh, one uh, quote that I... From a person I met recently, she gave me a, a lovely quote for, uh, she said, you know, your outside voice should be the same as your inside voice <laughs> and, and being authentic to who you are. And I, I love that being real. And I think you are so real. So thank you, Jody. Jody, I have to ask, do you have a habit, one habit, two, three habits that help you to maintain the success that you have in your career or in parenting that you could share with our listeners? Uh, habits. I, um, I'm very structured with my sleep because I need to be up at four o'clock in the morning, um, for work. So I'm very, very structured with eating well and every now and then having cheesies and beer (laughs) burger, but eating well, generally speaking, um, having at least seven hours sleep a night, always trying to get eight or nine, but Brady goes to bed, I do my studying, I go to bed. Um, My morning is very fast paced. I literally wake up, do my homework, put my makeup on, get dressed in a suit, I'm out the door, I'm on the air within an hour. So that's super structured. Um, Walk the dogs for an hour, 5K every day, nap every afternoon for at least 20 minutes, and then play with kids. Play with kids and remember your happy place. I love that. Play with your kids. I love that. That's on your list. (laughs) It has to be. My whole world is structured around having that. After school, we go to Brady's house. Everybody comes to my house and every kid that rolls through the door at like 3.45 says, can I stay for dinner? (laughs) And usually the answer is yes, if your mom says it's okay. I love that. I love that very much. He's a, a lucky young man to have a super mom. So I'm going to jump into, well, I was actually, you kind of covered my next question because you know I'm the easy daisies lady, yeah. uh, creator of visual routines, daily routines for children primarily. And I was going to ask you what those five first things you do each morning are. But I think- See, mornings are weird for me because I don't get those with my child. So my afternoon routine is very, very clear cut. What is that? What is your afternoon routine? at school. We come back and when they... Brady and usually his army of friends. It's like, same thing whenever I open the door. I'm like, okay, shoes off, wash hands, snack time. So they go up and wash their hands. And I always, always, always have at least two ripe avocados in the house. And I make guacamole every single day. It's just smashed avocado, salt, pepper, and fresh lemon juice. And these kids that don't like vegetables crush my guacamole. (laughs) So it, it fills them up with something and... And then we've got the routine that, you know, there's no screen time until after 4.30, full stop. 
then it's regimented or regimented to certain amounts of time. So I'm so they understand. Like you, you're totally going to get your Minecraft or your moment of whatever. But I'm also going to have an expectation that you guys are going to play, play well, share, and then dinner will be ready. And so they know that this is kind of what happens here. So it's not a big surprise when I go two minutes to dinner. You know? I love you. I'm going to make you the spokeswoman for Easy Daisies. <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. Honestly. Excellent. Excellent. My greatest thing. My greatest thing in my life is being able to be that mom. Try my best. You are. You're awesome. I love that. That routine is so important because kids just feel safe when they know what's going to happen next. They cooperate better. There's no just fuss, tantrums, meltdowns because they know. They know what's going to come next and that's that's the point. And they know if they don't listen, there are consequences and the consequences are swift. It's like, play date's over. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, as you were. Love it. Love it. I'm going to catch you on some speed questions right now. Okay, so yeah. you're going to tell me the first answer that comes to your mind. And we're going to start. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. What is your favorite food? Favorite food is the miso sable fish at Joe Forte's. Oh, I'm going to go there now. <laughs> so good. So good. I've got a lot of favorites. So my guy's a chef, so that he'll probably get mad at me for that one. Oh, I know he's a chef. Okay, what's what's your favorite meal that that your guy makes for you? I had it for my birthday last Sunday, and it is a fresh Dungeness crab and Brian Caesar salad. Oh my goodness! And happy birthday again! Thank you. <laughs> that is, yeah, that sounds way too good. Best book you ever read? Oh, that's so hard. Uh, off the top of my head, first thing that comes to mind: Pillars of the Earth. Excellent. Worst movie you ever saw? Worst movie I ever saw was that one with Madonna that I walked out five minutes into it. I don't even remember what it was called. I just remember thinking, I don't care about any of these people, <laughs> and left the movie theater. Okay, I can't even think of that movie. Me neither. I'll have to Google that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I might have to. I can only think of one movie. and It was not Desperately Seeking Susan. It was the next one. Oh, dear. Favorite game you play with your son? Favorite game? Oh dear, that's tough because we just started busting out some new games. I'm going to have to go with Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Okay, yeah, that's a good game. Good math game. Favorite guilty pleasure? Hawkins Cheesies. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Favorite story you have covered? Uh, 2011 Canuck Stanley Cup run. Love it. And favorite dessert, that's it. Favorite dessert is so hard for me. I'm not a dessert person. Uh, Dairy Queen chocolate dip cone. Done, easy, simple. So hopefully someone will bring you that tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I want one right now. Okay, right now. Someone bring this to her right now. Jody, I am so honored to have you on my show. And I know that I have been inspired. And I know that our listeners have picked up nuggets to inspire them in their in their business of real life. So thank you very much, Jody. Thank you right back. I'm honored to be here anytime. We can do a part two. I've got lots. <gasps> I would love to do a part two. So tune in for part two, everybody. Tune in for part two. Thank you, Jody. Bye. I love to hear your comments and feedback. So please do tell me what you want to hear about. You can find me on Twitter at chat with Elaine or on Facebook at Elaine's kitchen table or at www.elaineskitchentable.com. 
And I would so appreciate it if you took a moment to rate my podcast on iTunes and be so thrilled if you would like to subscribe to my podcast and feel free to leave a comment there too. I am truly honored that you tuned in today and I hope that you got inspired in the business of life. Thank you so much.